Good afternoon, everybody. Dan Edwards here, managing broker with the Eastside Real Estate team. And this is the Seattle's Eastside Real Estate podcast. We're going to have a great show today. We've got a lot of great things to cover, a lot of stuff you've heard out in the news. And I want to kind of share with you my take on what's going on. If you are um, watching this live, thanks for watching. Please go ahead and share and put your comments in the comment box. It is Wednesday, April 14th, um, live on Facebook. Feel free to um, subscribe to our channel. You can find our channel on YouTube, the Eastside Real Estate Team. Feel free to subscribe where we share more information about what's going on on the Eastside in addition to these podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your feedback. Also, you're welcome to subscribe on any podcast app out there, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify and more, you can find the Eastside Real Estate team or the C search Seattle's Eastside Real Estate podcast. Today, we're going to be welcoming Peel Larson, marketing specialist from Fingerprint Marketing to discuss uh, local SEO, particularly Google My Business, which is a great way to get found, by the way. Um, and small businesses can absolutely take advantage of that for free. But first, let's start with some real talk. Seattle real estate market update for March 2021. Last week, we shared an article from the Seattle Times called Seattle area housing market is on steroids. And if I could classify the type of steroids, it would be the, the type that you would give a horse. That's the type <laughs> of steroids that the Seattle market is on. I got to tell you, it is unbelievable. And I think I keep using that adjective every single week, month over the last two and a half years, but it is crazy. So homeowners are really um, reaping the benefits. Those are that are taking advantage of this market. They are getting uh, cash, all cash offers. Um, this last week, we had a home in Renton that uh, sold with 18 offers that were submitted um, after roughly, I want to say just under a hundred showings over the weekend. Now, King County specifically has zoomed past the other counties in the area with a 10% jump from February to uh, March. So that's a 10% jump in, um, let's see, inventory. Is that right? No, it's King County zoomed past other, I'm just reading my script, 10% jump over February with the largest uh, price increase from February to March. And that was a 10% price increase. That's crazy. So the median price in King County is now 824, or at least it was in March. In Snohomish and Pierce and Kitsap counties, uh, the median home price, Snohomish, 640. That's crazy. Kitsap, 480. And, uh, oh, excuse me, Pierce is 480, and uh, Kitsap is 450, respectively. Um, it's good and bad news for buyers. So the good news is there's more inventory than there was the month before, but the bad news is it's substantially less inventory than it was last year and it was the year before. On the east side specifically, we showed a reduction of inventory um, year over year about 60%. So there's 60% less homes in March of 2021 than there were homes available in um the beginning of the pandemic, uh, March 2020. And March 2020 showed a reduction in homes of 40% of March 2019. So you can see that that trend that keeps pulling uh, homes off the market uh, really has a strong impact. Now, in addition, this is the troubling part. I say this because this is not what we want to have happen for buyers, but for sellers, it's great, okay? 
But um, in addition to that reduction of inventory in 60% on the east side, we also saw an increase of 40% in pendings. That means homes that went from on the market to in contract, an increase over the previous uh, year. Now, interesting little observation there is why would that be? Well, March, we had more inventory, but we still didn't have as much more, but pendings stopped because everything was shutting down. So it's only natural for us to see a large jump in pendings. The question will be for April, May, and June, will there be an additional pendings? Probably. And then I'm going to make a prediction that I believe in August, you'll see a reduction of pendings and an increase in inventory because our market last year shifted by about three months because of the COVID lockdowns. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. Anyways, long story short is um, right now we sit at about a third amount of homes, a third amount of available inventory is what we had two years ago in 2019. Uh, 2019 was a strong year. The fall of 2019, you was starting to see a little bit of balance hit the market. Interest rates fell and then that changed. And since the fall of 2019, it's been on a run. So we're going to kind of see that um, um, prices in all four of these counties has changed. King County, it surged 14.5%. Pierce County, 21.9% in Snohomish County. So Pierce County was 17%. Snohomish County was 21%. Why is that? I think what we saw happen is a lot of people were looking for that affordability sector. Where can I find an affordable, affordable home? And they jumped up to Everett. Also, I do believe that there is a bit of a shift going on in the Everett area, thanks to, or not thanks to, Boeing relocating their future operations for the 737, I believe, don't quote me on that, it's, talk to the CEOs and read all that stuff, but because they moved a lot of stuff out to South Carolina, Everett plant is beginning to be the place to be. Therefore, people are considering their buying options closer to the Everett plant rather than to the Renton plant, which is drawing and because it's more affordable, even more affordable than the Renton area. So that's why you saw such a huge spike in Snohomish County is that, that domino effect going out. So um, I guess the long story short is what does that mean for, for buyers? Because that's kind of the, the challenge is buyers are challenged uh, to finding and identifying properties. Um, get creative, be prepared, work hard to negotiate and understand that you're going to need to have a substantial amount of money down to buy a home because people are looking for a protection when home prices are accelerating this fast in the event that the home doesn't appraise. And in order to do that, having an additional amount of down payment will help with that. So if you, if you don't have an additional down payment, then what you're going to need to do is be patient. It will still happen for you, but I want to instruct all the potential buyers out there to do this. So when a home hits a market, I want you to set a date for eight days after that listing date. If that home is still on the market, then you can make an offer. Okay, you could go ahead and make an offer before and make it super competitive, but knowing that if you have very little ability to compete uh, with cash money, extra earnest money, all of that stuff or your contingent, what you want to do is wait for about a week when that home, if that home is still on the market, that means there wasn't a competition for it, which means you can come in and offer full asking and have a few contingencies, maybe not all, but it will make you uh, less emotionally um, drained 
because we're seeing a lot of buyers just going, I'm giving it my best shot over and over again, and I've, I'm failing. So see if a home makes it past that seven-day window, and then strike, and then just don't, don't get crazy. Don't think that you could take advantage of the seller, because it's still a seller's market. But if that home makes it past six, seven days, or set your search up to be 14 days on market, look at what you have there. Everything you have there, you can then purchase uh, contingent on the sale of a home sometimes, maybe not, depends on the seller's motivation. Now for sellers, okay, this is your day, but here's a story that I wanna share with you without rhyming. Okay, I was gonna rhyme, say something <laughs> like, buy some hay, okay, whatever. Um, but sellers, what you wanna do is, um, it still helps to have a compelling product, right? Because the idea is, would you rather have three offers or 17, right? Three offers or 17. So um, we have our whole plan, our premier listing program to come in and give you all the recommendations to be in tip top shape. And then the pricing strategy is important. That pricing strategy can change from week to week. So be aware of the possibility of somebody coming on the same week as you and stealing all your buyers. So just be prepared for that. Um, price it right. Um, and then have a system, have a great agent, like maybe, I don't know, yours truly, um, help you with the negotiations, um, having a strong negotiation presence. Most of all, don't get too greedy because sometimes people may back away from things. And I think uh, there's something to be said about going for the highest price and making sure that you're protected. So there are a lot of things in a contract that can trip you up. And if you don't have a good eyeball on a specific page in that contract, you could run into some challenges. All right. Well, there's tons more to talk about with the real estate market, but if you have future questions, current questions, I was going to put together a list of some of our buyers. If you're sitting on the fence as a seller and you don't know where to go um, and you're not quite sure um, if you want to sell, I have a, a list of buyers that are looking and I'd love to see if your home might be a good match for them. It may make it easy for you not to have to do anything. Um, and then we can bring a buyer off market uh, directly to your home. So if you're thinking, man, there's just too much going on in my house, I can't do all this to get it ready, reach out to our team. We may be able to put together a deal that, uh, that makes it easier for you um, than going through all the, the challenges that are needed to go to market. So in the months ahead, I can predict that the market will continue to be good for sellers. Um, I do believe that August may be a slow month because I do uh, see that at, by that time, everybody will be vaccinated. People will want to get out and about even, you know, every meaning everybody. I mean, I know there's some people that have been out and about now, but August in this area, in the Pacific Northwest, people are going to be taking advantage of that. So by a slow month, I just mean it'll still be great but your ideal months are the next six to eight weeks coming here. So let's talk. All right. Um, you can reach out to me via phone 425-200-4093. Find us on our website, the Eastside Real Estate Team. I'd be happy to answer any and all of your questions. Next up, after this short commercial break, we will be talking to Pia Larson from Fingerprint Marketing. Now, are you tired of the same old conversations um, and awkward Zoom networking meetings? Well, an organization called BNI is changing the way the world does business by connecting you to a strategic relationship that can help you grow your business. For me, I've grown my business over the last 10 years as a part of the Eastside Connection in Bellevue. Now, we used to meet in person. Right now, we're meeting on Zoom. It's a fantastic format. And BNI is actually, it's not just a networking group. It is an actual focused, plan for building your word of mouth business. 
So there are members around the world. You can, if you need referrals to anybody in other cities, generally speaking, there's going to be a, um, uh, a representative in that area. For me, I have agents all across the United States that are Keller Williams agents. And I look for Keller Williams agents that are also BNI um, um, uh, members because they understand the power of the referral or the word of mouth business. So if your business is looking to get a jump, after the COVID crisis and you want to accelerate your business fast, join me this Thursday at 7.30. You can reach out to me via email, dan.edwards at, at kw.com, dan.edwards at kw.com for an invitation to our meeting this Thursday morning at 7.30. Um, or you can just go to bninw.com and find a chapter near you. All right, we're back. Welcome back to the show. Pia, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm just listening awesome. to all your uh, real estate numbers, and I'm just blown away. <laughs> such yeah. a such a time in the in in our lives. You know, it really is. And I have to say, so let me give you your introduction. So Pia is our fingerprint marketing. Uh, she is our resident CEO, SEO, CEO, SEO, <laughs> SEO expert and small business marketer uh, with fingerprint marketing and also a BNI member. And Pia brings her 25 years of marketing experience. Um, it's her third successful small business. She has designed a full service digital agency to help small business owners crush the competition through beautiful web design, smart branding, strategic marketing, and more. As a self-proclaimed marketing crash test dummy, ooh, I like that, Pia knows <laughs> both the pain and the triumph that in entrepreneurs experience and how marketing can be the missing element between full-on failure and fantastic fortune. Collectively, Pia's team offers over 150 years. Dude, they were putting signs on those big <laughs> bicycles with the big wheels. They had signs behind them. I'm just joking. Um, but 150 collective experience with their clients, most of whom have doubled their business by partnering with Fingerprint Marketing. Pia Larson's business wisdom and insight will inspire small business owners to get serious about their online presence and consider new innovative ways to get it right through the power of technology. And I always say we should never be trapped by technology. It should always make us look better. And Pia knows her way around the topic today, which is going to be uh, Google my business. We all want to Google our right, business. So let's start with that. Welcome back to the show, Pia. Thanks for having me again, Dan. I love being on your show. So this is a fantastic conversation. We, I was on your show a couple of weeks ago, and we had a great conversation there just about marketing principles. And you know, I, I'm always, as a real estate agent, there's a lot of competition. So I'm always trying to find a little bit of a leverage. So hopefully there's no real estate agent watching my show, show today, <laughs> uh, to get these secrets. But Google My Business is one of our secret weapons. So yeah. Um, Let's talk about that. What is Google My Business and, and what are the services? Uh, so Google My Business is a local directory that you can list your small business on. It's how we show up in maps and search. So whenever you're searching, the first factor that Google considers is what's closest to you, right? So geographically, it's going to it's not going to show you listings in Florida versus, you know, where you're searching from. So that's, uh, that's what it is. It's a directory through Google and it's uh, free. Um, and everyone who has a business should have, should claim that listing and optimize it and then use it as a social media platform. Use it like a social. Now, yes. let me, let me go back in time for everybody. Um, I have in my hand here, 
what looks like an iPhone, but it's not, it's an Android phone. And so I'm an Android geek. And if you remember back in the day, MapQuest, you guys all remember oh MapQuest? Oh my gosh, you're aging yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so Map MapQuest is like how you got directions to a place. Yeah. And you went on to MapQuest. And then shortly thereafter, Google uh, created this map space. And I don't know if they bought somebody, uh, most likely they bought somebody. So I don't, somebody else might know the story. But that kind of was a little aha to me. And that's before I was in real estate that mm -hmm. was like, ah, what they want to do is be the directory, not just for searching online, but for searching, yeah. right? Because that's a physical space. Yeah. And I think Google My Business has always kind of been around in a way, shape or form, but actually its current iteration is very new. But, you know, we always wanted to get our business on the map. So if somebody typed best taco stand in Bellevue into Google, it would come up. And so yeah. this is the ability to actually not only have that feature, but to actually do it on steroids. So kind of walk us through the very basics of this Google My Business. Uh, you, you say that you just search it or how do you find yourself on Google? Um, so you would start with going to business.google.com and you would type in your business name and then it would ask you um, if you're the owner. And then if you are, then you just would use your Google uh, email address to log in. If you are not the owner, it would say, do you want to claim this listing? Um, so go ahead and claim it and then just walk through each uh, feature on the left-hand side of the dashboard and uh, fill in all the information. Oops, so I brought it up for you to look yeah. at, yeah. Yeah, so what's interesting is that um, when you are searching for businesses, and this is not just for physical locations, it's for service businesses that, that go to people's homes or you know people that work from home. Um, when you're searching for those businesses, and your company shows up, you get on desktop, you show up on half the screen on the right-hand side. And then on mobile, you show up at the top for your brand. Um, but like essentially, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So that's a lot of real estate. So if we're looking for Dan Edwards Realtor, his Google My Business listing will pop up on the right-hand side on desktop laptop and all the information about Dan the Realtor. And then it's on, on Google, it'll pop up. I mean, on mobile, it'll pop up at the very top. So the bottom line is anyone who has a business um, that doesn't serve, you know, is not like an international or national. I mean, we can talk about national. You can be national, but then you're going to want to Google my business listing in every major market, but mostly for small businesses that do business in Washington or Puget Sound, you're going to want a directory listing. And then once you've claimed it, essentially Google will send you a postcard in the mail and you'll get it within five days and it has a little code on it. And then you just log in and add the code. And that means that you're verified and that you actually own this listing this piece of real estate. Um, and then you want to go in and optimize it. So your, your hours, um, you know, what type of payments, your services, make sure that you have a great description of all your services. You can add several. Uh, I don't think there's a limit, a great description of who you are. Um, one tip on the description, make sure that you create kind of a hook at the beginning because people are very short on attention. So you want something that makes you stand out from your competitor. So should I have uh, a hook on this somewhere here, Pia? You, you sh uh, well, I don't see a description on there. 
Yeah, I know there is one. Yeah. So I don't know if it's missing or what's what's the deal. Um, that's under the info section, right? Yeah, it's under the info. And if you scroll down to the left, yeah, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, we might have to we might have to do might have to juice it up, here. right? Yeah, yeah you got to okay. juice it up. So so just go through all the information stuff on the information tab. The second thing you're going to want to do is upload photos. Yes. Photos are huge because not only are they searchable, but we are all visual people. 92% of our communication that we resonate with is, is visual. So you can do um, team photos. You can do location photos. You can do uh, service, um, you know, in person, whatever, just whatever you want, something that represents your business, your products, your services. The next thing you're going to want to do is start getting Google reviews. So here's what I have found and studied in the past few years is that if you get at least 25 good reviews, your chances of showing up on page one are much higher than your competitor. 25. Uh, yeah. 25 is the magic number. The next magic number is 50. Google will not tell you this, but this is what I've been doing, working with clients um, for many years on um, their reputation management. Uh, Lauren, I know you're listening. So just a <laughs> little heads up on the 25ers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then the next thing is to, you, did you know, Dan, you could add video. You could also add video yes. in, the, in the gallery and we all know video sells. So you can add 30 second videos in there um, and then posts. So this is why I call it a social media platform because you can go into Google My Business and post once a week, or you can do it daily actually, but it stays a, a week. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like if you remember Craigslist, you always had to post every seven days. Yeah. Um, so you can add a picture, a video, and then, um, you can talk, you know, post a, a blog link, um, a snippet from your blog or a video or a new service launch or a podcast episode or a helpful tip. I mean, there's hundreds of ideas, but keeping it consistent mm -hmm. is going to help you show up much higher in search than your, um, and then your competitors. I, hope, I want to show you that something that I did too, is under, um, let's see, under Dan Edwards Realtor. I put products in. This is something that we didn't yeah. finish doing, but like home seller service, home buyer services, yep. um, you know, kind of talked about what we did. Yep. And that helped. Uh, yeah. You can really uh, drill down and create uh, uh high categories and then drill down to subcategories of your services. Yeah. And that's the well. thing is if you're a small business and you want to have a presence, you don't need to spend a time and money, especially if you're located, you know, location, right? You don't have to yep. spend a lot of time and money on a fancy website because most people are going to come in here, search for what you are providing and click and make a phone call, or they're going to click on a link. Obviously, eventually Pia can put together a, a nice landing uh, website for people to see those products and services. But um, you know, I actually bought tickets uh, for, I was in uh, it, this week in South Carolina. I bought tickets for a riverboat cruise via Google because I just yeah. searched riverboat cruise. It was there. I was like, find the appointment book and I booked it and bought it. And off I, off I went without going to that riverboat cruise website. Now, I don't yeah. know who got what money out of that, but, um, you know, I think there's probably some kind of costs associated with using that, but 
Yeah, it's pretty well, cool. Well, no, it's it's actually because of Google My Business. It's called zero click search results. So essentially you are showing up in search on page one without people even having to go to your website. They get everything they need right there. Right. So because why not, why not provide registry. the, yeah. So why not provide the most information? Um, I can easily look at, I'll, with new prospects, I'll, I'll pull up their competitors and I'll show them how little information their competitors have. So it's not very hard to um, move the needle. I mean, I worked with one guy last week and he literally, his phone is, is ringing off the hook now because yeah. he's just leveraged this one tool. And I really think those businesses, right, that have suffered, um, I, I think about dry cleaners right now because yeah. actually I, I had a nice long conversation with my dry cleaner and, and he's just, he said that he's just hanging on right now. It's tough. Now, yeah. if he were to hop on and create a profile and create some services, uh, people, people, you know, he's going to get found maybe a little bit more, but some of those smaller businesses that have services in a region or a location is there is no, I mean, free is a very good price last I checked anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is too, you can promote events on there and, and drive um, more traffic to your main website with calls to action. So schedule a consult, schedule a, an appointment, that kind of stuff. So there's, there's a lot of, and they keep adding new things to it. All right, cool. Well, um, so if somebody wanted to get started, uh, how, how would they contact you? So best place to find me is fingerprintmarketing.com. Um, they can click the uh, get a quote in the upper right-hand corner, which will take them to my calendar and we can schedule a strategy call. And um, I also have a, a consultation that I do for Google My Business where we go through it for you and brainstorm on leveraging that. So if you want to schedule that, let me know. I, I will definitely reach out to you. Awesome. Pia, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. All right. Let's see. Next up after this. Uh, oh, we don't have a short commercial break, but we do have a brand new team member. Gary Richter is joining the Seattle Eastside podcast. Gary, are you there? I'm here. Thanks for the wonderful welcome. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. Uh, Gary joins us as our client care representative. He works with our um, with our team to help identify potential buyers and sellers that are looking to connect up with the team. Uh, Gary has uh, how many years in real estate? Three years in real estate? I had four years in real estate. Four, I'm sorry, four years in real estate. Avid real estate investor. Also uh, was in the Navy for many years. And uh, also uh, technology is kind of his his thing as well. So we're uh, like, this is like a perfect match joining our team. Um, and today, Gary has the um, task of trying to stump the broker. So I'm the broker. <laughs> Gary, what is your question? I am a seller. I have a house. It has appreciated a lot. I'm really happy about that. I want to sell and take advantage of this and profit, but I don't want to move out of the area. What do I do? Ooh, what do you do? Question. That's a great question. Right. I have no idea. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So some outside of the box thinking, and um, I just actually met with a seller in a very similar situation, although they're moving out of the area, their kids are in school through the end of the year. I see. And uh, they do want to buy another house and they need the proceeds from the sale of their house to buy that other house. So it's that same exact situation you're talking about. So uh, it, 
there are levels of what can happen based on the level of risk tolerance each individual has. I'll say the, the, the highest, well, the lowest risk tolerance, meaning you don't like to take risks, would be to write contingent offer after contingent offer until you get something accepted. That may happen in about three years, right? Hmm. I know it's, there's, there's, always, uh, there's always a few, but that is gonna be off the table. So what we've done is we've, we've got two different opportunities. Is one is you can actually qualify for a bridge loan. We've got a couple of uh, organizations that offer that. And what they're doing is, like, they, like you said, the equity is in the, in the home. So they're taking that equity in the home and they're saying, okay, we've got you covered for your down payment and your future payment um, for uh, X amount of interest rate. So it, it's, a, it's a little more expensive loan. And the people that are doing this have to be highly qualified. So if you're not highly qualified, this may not be an option. So then what you do is you become a normal buyer. You go out there, you buy the home, and then you sell yours. Um, what we recommend if that's your case is to get fully approved with the bridge loan company and get your home fully ready to go. Because our guess is probably their guess as well, is that you don't want to be carrying that bridge loan, those two loans for too long. So essentially a home takes at least 30 days to close. In some cases, if it's a cash offer, it can close quicker, but 30 days is kind of the number. So if you think of identifying your future home, right? Uh, let's say it was today, you wrote an offer and got it accepted today. So then you'd be moving in May 14th or 15th. Then you went ahead and because you're ready, you list your home next week. And then you would have a short overlap because your home, you could ask for multiple offers with a quick close. And then you would have a very small overlap mm -hmm. or you would have a situation where you may have a month overlap at the most in that kind of a scenario. But you have to be qualified to either have a bridge loan or to make both things happen. Now, that may not be a majority of the, the sellers out there. So option B is very similar except you're going to go to the market first with your home. You're going to go to the market first with your home, get it all ready to go. And you're going to publish. We do uh, as your representative, we publish in there that you are requiring a two month rent back 60 days. And then what we do is we get your home in contract in a week. Then you have at least that month to close. Then you add two months. So that's 90 days to identify a future home. Now, that one is probably more risky than the other, but the third option is in those 90 days, if you're unable to find the next home, well, then you look for a short-term rental opportunity. So they're kind of layers upon layers. And um, the, the, the reality is, is we've been very successful with all of those without having somebody stuck into homes or somebody homeless as a result. Um, so yeah, those are your options. Okay. Uh, homeless is definitely not good. Uh, no, homeless is not good. Although I did have a friend decide to uh, just become a vagabond and uh, you know, they're, they're happy with that, yeah. that kind of scenario. So um, nice. awesome. Gary, thanks for that question. We look forward to a tougher question next time. That was easy, man. Come on. I need you to stop. <laughs> All right, next time. Next time. All right, Gary, Pia, thank you guys both for coming on the Seattle D side real estate show. We appreciate You're you welcome. guys joining us today. Thank you. Um, if you out there watching decide it may be the right time to buy or sell, please reach out to the team uh, at the eastsiderealestateteam.com. You can reach us at our phone number at 425-200-4093. If you know of anybody you think would uh, be a benefit to coming on the show, please send them to us. Thanks for watching. We appreciate y'all. Uh, have a wonderful, enjoy 
a fantastic weekend. I hear it's going to be fantastic in the PN Dub. So the eighties, the eighties. Woo! Woo! Enjoy.